Hello and welcome to our podcast. I'm Dr. Mark White, and today I will be discussing musculoskeletal triage from a tissue level perspective. In an earlier podcast, I spoke about musculoskeletal triage and prioritizing our interventions based on the reasonableness and urgency of the patient's main complaint, and I described some strategies and methods that are useful in this domain. Today, I'm talking about a different level of analysis of the problem of triage, and it's one I'm guessing not many have considered. So let's start with what I mean by a tissue level perspective. My approach to musculoskeletal management is a biopsychosocial approach that is heavily steeped in mechanobiological processes. What this means fundamentally is that each tissue type has its own particular requirements for maintaining or increasing its health. If the maintenance or increase issues are not managed, then the tissues will diminish in health and the patient will gradually lose function. So that's our starting premise. Now, what we do next is we look at the patient when they come to us and we've identified what their variety of pathologies may be. And sometimes it's a monopathology. We have a problem to address. And that's handy when that occurs, but it is rare. Typically, I see patients who have more than one tissue type that is involved. And this is important for several reasons. And we'll get to that in just a bit. But the tissue types that we're mainly working with in the chronic degenerated population that I see a lot of, these are people with chondral surface damage. They have old ligament sprains. They have musculotendinous problems that mostly include tendinosis and a intermittent variety of muscle strain, some intermittent joint swelling and uh, deconditioning in general that is associated with some sarcopenia. Occasionally, we'll have mixed in with that some bony problems. Also ever-present and pervasive throughout this mix of pathologies is the specter of altered neuromotor control. So that's the tissue-level lens through which we're viewing the problems. And now we'll talk about why that's important. Some of the reasons why this is important we touched upon earlier when I uh, spoke in the first part of this talk. And what we're getting at here is that the tissue types, the different tissue types, each have their own particular stimulus that is necessary for triggering an adaptive response. Cartilage is different histologically than is tendon and ligament and muscle and bone and the nerve tissue as well, if we want to get to the specifics of the nerves. So since we're looking at these different tissue types and knowing that they have a different stimulus that is required to trigger an adaptive response, we also have to be mindful of the timeline to recovery that is normal and expected for each of these different tissue types. And we also have to be cognizant of each of these different tissue types' sensitivity to applied loads. So there's a floor and a ceiling effect that is associated with each tissue type when we go through the mechanical aspects of the rehabilitation. Overlying this is a neurological component that can influence the pain response, but which does not have direct bearing on the actual tissue level changes that we're attempting to stimulate. 
and there's a great deal of research in this area. It's really expanded quite a lot in the last few years. And macrostructural changes are not necessarily the kinds of things that we're looking for, at least not in the short term, though that can certainly happen in the long term. Microstructural changes and things that are not visible, say, on ultrasound or MRI that may be occurring at the chemical level that alter the mechanical properties of the tissues, these things are important too, and they're emerging in the research science as an area that we should pay attention to. And so this is some of what underlies the importance of why we stratify the problem into these different tissue types is so that we can try as best we can based on our understanding translated from the literature how to approach management of these kinds of problems at this level so that we can optimize the care and recovery for these very specific tissue types. Next and importantly, how do we implement these ideas? First, we need to respect the needs of the most sensitive or irritable tissue. And then for chronic versus acute conditions, we need to pay attention to certain different things as well. In chronic conditions, we're usually dealing with cartilage and or tendons coupled with poor neuromotor control issues. And this is often due to the presence of arthrogenic inhibition. And I did a podcast recently where we talked about arthrogenic inhibition and some means of dealing with that and recognizing its presence. So that's a particular approach that has its own large body of emerging science behind it. So for acute problems, we typically see muscle strains and new tears of tendons, ligaments, cartilage, and some bony pathology as well. And in terms of implementation of the idea, we keep these things in mind and to rank order the sort of the stubbornness index, if you will, that demonstrates which tissues are most likely to give us most problems in terms of the rehabilitation effort because of the sensitivity of those tissues to load and the slowness of the recovery in the timeline. What tops this out among all of them is cartilage. And then next is ligaments and tendons, and then after that is muscle, and the difference being largely that the muscle is a direct blood supply and it is very responsive neurologically. It makes a lot of change quickly in a short period of time because of these factors, and there are related factors that because they are diminished in these other tissues, they are correspondingly slower and more fussy in their response. So what are the main takeaways of today's talk? First, be aware of what pathological target or process underlies the patient's complaint. Second, understand the importance and specificity of adaptation-inducing stimuli needed to address the patient's pathology. Third, understand the stratified temporal response characteristics of at least the big three tissue types, bone, and nerves have important differentiating pathological states that go beyond the scope of this talk. And among the three, cartilage is the slowest to respond to adaptation-inducing stimuli. Next, chronic tendinopathies and ligaments occupy the middle strata. And then last, muscle is the fastest to change. So the one we're going to have to worry about the most, cartilage, then chronic tendinopathies, and then muscle last because of its extreme adaptation potential. This concludes our talk for now.
Thanks for listening. And as always, may you and your patients be well. That's all for today.